So I suppose the I suppose the problem really started uh, seven years ago. We recorded two tracks, um, never did anything with it. Then I, I suppose the uh, the lockdown happened uh, this year, the first lockdown. And uh, listening back to those now, I understand that you know it's not very evergreen. Uh, we've got a few things in there about wearing masks, and we're both like, no, we've never worn a mask. And uh, I, I guess what I wanted out of these recordings was to. Uh, just to have something that would be everlasting, you could listen at any point, and would be uh, would be just fine. But uh, obviously, that hasn't happened. So, how did that make you feel? Well, I felt great right up until, uh, well, I suppose the second we started uh, the call. Um, what skills are you going to apply to overcome this? Well, I'll just probably do what I normally do and just uh, throw a bunch of uh, stuff in and post, uh, just sort of cover up the fact that there was a US presidential election that happened and, uh, you know, hope for the best. Hello. Hello. Here Hi. he is, Miss America. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I'd sing you in. It's that's, been a while, and I thought you needed something. That's lovely. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's <laughs> straight out of the gate. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Yes. Ah, oh, it's wonderful to speak to you and hear your voice again. Yeah, it's been a while, hasn't it? Been a been a COVID while. It has. It's been a hot COVID second. Um, <laughs> How we've been holding up? Uh, yeah, uh, I've been. I've been working. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. How uh, How it. the devil are you? I'm. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm not too bad. Um, back to work, which is nice. Working from home, which is strange, because um, I get very distracted very easy. Um, and I have a lot of naps between things, which is nice. But yeah, it's all right. Yeah, onwards and upwards, and you know, um, I've just had a strange phone call. Really? Actually, before this, yeah, yeah. Um, literally before you, well, before you text me, say you're ready. I just, um, I've never spoke to this person before. Um, American guy, um, crying on the phone. Oh, um, really? Really? No, upset. I know this one. I know this one. Um, um, uh, I would have said just, Paul Gascoigne, but he's not American. Hang on, I've got this. I, I, I can do this. Uh, a crying American man. Uh, is it Bruce Willis at the end of any given film that he's in? <laughs> What's happening? What's happening now? Where are you going now? No, I could definitely tell Bruce Willis because I spoke to Bruce Willis before and obviously um, yes. I did have uh, his co cover of Under the Broadwalk when I was a kid. So I know the sound of Bruno. Uh, no, this was very much a... He was crying and saying it's not fair, it's not fair, you know, why me, why me? Kept talking about a bloke called Joe. I don't know who Joe is. I only know one Joe. Uh, he's also American, but um, I don't think it was him. Maybe it was. Maybe it's someone I've worked with film-wise. But he just kept saying, it's not fair. It's not fair. I don't want to go. And I was like, who is this? Who is this? And then the um, the phone went dead mid-sobbing. Mid and then that was it. I mean, hmm. I have no idea who it was. No idea. I can't, can't place the voice at all. But he sounded very orange. Quite quite often, so, I was um, just about to say, quite often you can, quite always, you can always tell a David Dickinson-esque uh, tan on a man. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it could have been David Dickinson playing on American accent uh, from very, Beyond the Grave. He's very, very talented. But, you know, I'm not so sure that's the most romantic thing I've ever heard. Yeah, but I don't know who it was, but um, I wish him all the best, you know, in their future well, endeavours or whatever. It sounds like they've been fired from something or, you know, someone's won a competition. Maybe they're playing a friendly game of pass the parcel I, or competitive I, tennis or top trumps. There's more, more than a possibility that I've actually missed the news. Uh, has he lost the election? Oh, David Dickinson. You know I'm a good guy. Yeah. No, he wasn't running. Um, <laughs> no, um, so actually, looking at the news and the conversation I've had earlier with this American orange man, it seems like it could well be hmm. um, Mr. Donald Trump. I think he's um, he's lost his um, 
prime minister position in America. Has he really? Um, yeah, he's lost apparently to um, Joe. That's the Joe he was talking about. Oh, it fits <sighs> in now. That makes sense. What was he ringing? What was he ringing me for? Um, but yeah, apparently he's lost. So Holy that'll, shit! That'll this is nice, actually breaking you know. news. Like I thought you were just pissing about. It's breaking but... news. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's no, actually, this was like it's actually yeah, breaking this, news. This, this all. I don't. I, yeah, it's good. Good times for everyone, apart from him. That don't is feel sorry fucking, for him. I tell you but, what, that um, is a that is a weight off my shoulders. Go. That is a weight off is, my shoulders. It? It is, you know, yeah, because big I'm always, orange weight lifted off your shoulders. Yeah, I'm always getting. What's he going to do now? What do you think he'll do now, apart from bitching and moaning about it on Twitter? <laughs> I was thinking, I was literally thinking of things he could go into because he'll probably he'll probably go back to where he came from, um, which is reality TV, running a and, university, you know, running yeah, running many crooked operations with a mob. Allegedly, get your lawyer out, please. Running, running a golf um, course in Scotland. Yeah, well, I'm sure he, I'm sure he won't be, you know, he won't be short of a few bob, but you know, I wish him all the very worst. And um, you know, hope he gets fired out of a cannon. Could you could you, you know? ever imagine having that on your on your CV? That like, you're the worst president ever elected. Well, no, yeah. but just think about it. Like, well, I've run that a golf is on course, my CV. I've run a I've run a golf course. I've run a uh, a university. I've run a country. Um, mm. I just really ground. think that I'm the right man for this job. I'd like to be the assistant manager of uh, the local Chipotle. Oh my god, I'm a Chipotle. Chip away my life. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I was trying to think what he could do next hmm. because he's going to have a lot of time in his hands. He's got a lot of energy for seventy-four. That's one thing I could say about him. He's very spry. Um, but um, except I if it's, if it's a slow gradient, like a low slow gradient down, like a like a mild ramp, uh, then he's got to hold a uh, hold a handrail because he's yeah. I mean, because yeah, of his yeah, shoes. absolutely. But I often thought of him like <laughs> I've always thought about Donald Trump before he was. Uh, um, he was almost an American, even before he was prime minister, um, that he was always a, you know, like in um, Men in Black where the faceplate opens as a tiny little alien activating the mm-hmm. the thing. Mm-hmm. I reckon it's a little boy, really like a little like Joe Bloat style American. And it's like, he's like, because he speaks like a 12-year-old in a 74-year-old's body. And I think it might be some kind of Men in Black situation. But now, obviously, now he's not president. We probably find out. You know, open your face, Donald. Show us what you're made of. You know, he never yeah. got around to building that wall, did he? Uh, well, half, he, built half a some job. Of a, he built some of a wall and some of it was already fenced. So, you know. Yeah, he, built, he built a fence. I mean, uh, I mean, we've all built fences. I think the most important know, thing not to remember is that... They, but we built fences. I think the most important thing to remember is that the good people of Mexico paid for all of that. Oh, no, wait, they didn't, did they? Yeah. Oh, no. no. Okay. Well, you know. He didn't pay for it, did he? Well, you know, maybe you can just sort of stand by it and shout at it, you know. That'd be quite good, wouldn't it? You know, but um, that's, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, all the worst for him. All the worst. Just like, <laughs> just having a sip of coffee there. All the worst here. Uh, You're drinking coffee? All the worst. Oh, yeah, which yeah, brings yeah. us I'm, to our I'm regular segment. Free today. Brings us to our regular segment, Chris. Yes. What are you drinking? What are we drinking? Um, coffee, uh, because I'm being very good today. Excellent. Um, I've been on a five-mile walk. Really? And I've had, yeah. Um, which is actually when you te- when you messaged me about this, I was I was on the way home. Um, I was heavily chafing at that point, so I couldn't really get my phone out of my jeans. But mm. which is a terribly depressing thing to say out loud. But um, yeah, I did a five mile walk. We ended up going to outside, well, into Leicestershire, and going to um, some woods. That was nice. Yeah. Um, it was quite nice, yeah. I mean, it's a nice time. Me and me and the old lady. Not literally. That'd be horrible. Um, you but, and uh, yeah, an old and lady. Yeah, and we brought her along, dragged her along. Um, yeah, we had a nice little time. It's been been a really nice day today. I'm probably the most content I've been in the longest longest time. And then I've got a chance to talk to you. So oh. it's kind of like the icing on a very beautiful cake. That's beautiful. Um, that sounded sarcastic, but it really wasn't. No, um, no, 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 no. That's just I know my you know. accent. Everything sounds sarcastic when you're from my neck of the woods, um, but yeah, it's been it's been really it's been good, been a good day, you know. Um, I got to play uh, Call of Duty uh, with my nephew, um, and now his voice is broken. It's genuinely terrifying because about a week ago he was like a little boy, and then he rang me up the other day, and Hello, I didn't mate. think it was him. I thought, yeah, he was like, all right, you want to play Call of Duty? Yeah, you want to... <laughs> What have you done to my nephew? Um, no, it's me. But yeah, it's really good. 
So I'm getting, <laughs> getting to know all the uh, youthful lingo um, and all the different things that young people say. That's wonderful, um, Chris. It, that sounds like uh, it sounds like you really um, yeah, you're sort of opening up to the youth of uh, today. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Just to yeah, just to intersect very quickly. What are you drinking? What are we drinking? I'm on sure, my second sure. Nigerian Guinness of the day. Mm. Um, oh, but, yeah, sorry, yeah. But I do have a nice. very special bottle here. Okay, hit me. Uh, Schneiderweiss uh, Mine Ooh. Aventinus Tap 6, uh, which nice. was brewed in 2014 that I bought from a bar in Stratford that didn't know what they had for about wow. four pounds. So oh, I love it when that happens. I've got this here. I'm going to open it in a minute because I have many mm. things to talk to you about this evening. I've also bought, uh, well, I, uh, many years ago, uh, a book by a man called Gary Reagan, who is uh, sort of mm. well-respected in the cocktail community. Uh, oh, nice. He makes his own bitters with uh, Pichards. And uh, the book is called The Joy of Mixology. And I'm going to refer you to page number 59. Oh, I think I've heard of that. Yeah. I think I've heard of yeah. Page number 59, case study number two where mm-hmm. he describes a, a bar in Manhattan called the Village Idiots. He's in this bar. He's ordered a Manhattan. He's having to walk the bartender through it. And right. I'm just going to jump in about two-thirds of the way down this little segment here. Two minutes later, a couple of guys next to me ordered shooters, and the bartender started mixing something over ice and placed three shot glasses on the bar. She decided to join them. Her moment of glory came where she strained the drinks, not through a strainer, but through her fingers and into Ooh. the shot glasses, then clinked her glasses with the customer's glasses, shot it back in one. That bartender was every bit professional as anyone I've ever seen uh, behind the stick. That's what the villi- village idiot was all about. She was representing her bar to the nth degree. Wow. So, I There is a reason for me reading this out, Chris. Yeah. So... Um, you want to represent uh, the people that you work for. You want to do yeah. the very, very best. And that's uh, that's from Gary Reagan, a man who knows a thing or two about a thing or two. So uh, <laughs> with that, Chris, I'm going to open this sure. uh, bottle of Schneiderweiss Aventinus Tap 6, brewed in 2014, and take you back to a week after we recorded the last episode of this show. Okay. Yeah? Ooh. Okay. Is 2014 a good year? Can you taste the 2014 list of it? Do you know what? I've never, I've never actually. Uh, there was a colleague of mine last year mm. um, that that bought uh, an aged one of these. I think it was the same yeah. year, and he said it was bloody lovely. This beer is quite important to me because this was my staff drink all last year. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, and it's got. They've changed labels. They've changed labels since. And uh, oh, there we go. Uh, and this is the old label, which is what I'm used to, and it's 8.2%, and it's in a pint bottle. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna throw the. Uh, they've got a lovely bit of paper there. This isn't the first time we've done this either. <laughs> I remember, mm. I remember distinctly opening a uh, a bottle of uh, Tactical Nuclear Penguin on one of these recordings yes. before, and I don't oh, remember yes. how that recording went. 32%. It's a special I- occasion. There's a special I- occasion. I'm just gonna pop this. Oh, well, I, I, I'm not drinking anything so good, but you know, I'm not even saying what I'm drinking. I had this. I had the same problem on the last show where I made a big thing about opening a bottle, and it's really difficult to open these. Hang on. Mm. Yeah, I'm just gonna ignore what I'm drinking. I'm doing that thing old people do, where you get your you get your t-shirt and you put it over your hand, and you twist, and then you rotate the other way. Oh wow, this is impossible to open. We might have to break for a half hour. Is that is that gonna be? A... <laughs> no, that that's fine. Yeah. Just don't take your right out. Uh, uh. I don't remember after either. With no, that stuff. I don't. I remember nothing. I remember waking up the next day. Mm. Hmm. Anyway, this will be this will be softer and with one sock on. Wonderful. I've I've cracked the bottle. So, Chris, our last recording uh, yes. came out in April. Yes. Yes. Uh, middle of lockdown I just wanted to I thought it was, it'd be a nice opportunity to just address a few things we sure. said on that last recording that um, how many times have we worn a mask during all this and we both said Ooh. not once and now clearly that's not the case <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah I'm, I'm wearing one now yeah I'm, I'm wearing two um, not on my face though um, 
go and borrow with it. No, no, no. I just get cold elbows this time of night. Um, <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, I might nick that off you. Um, yeah, I'm wearing a mask a lot now, and I, I, I you know, I, I know the the need for it, but uh, God, does my face get sweaty? You know, really badly. This beer is, um, this beer is amazing, by the way. Um, it's. Uh, I'm yeah. very jealous. Wish you could email me. Deep and fruity, and uh, oh yeah, it's. Uh, I've got some tasting notes here. Um, oh, nice. Soft aromas and flavors of chocolate, port, and sherry when matured. Ooh. Which is, I, I'm, I'm getting a bit of the chocolate actually, and maybe a little port. Hmm. Mm. Is it not? It's not too chocolatey, is it? Because I'm not a big fan of chocolate. No, that's very enjoyable. It's a bit drier. It than, makes my than, uh, I'm, than I'm used to. That makes me sweaty. Sorry, that was a chocolate makes you sweaty. Yeah, it makes that's, my face um, sweat really that's badly. A, that's a Lizzo um, track, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's one of mine. My underground grime. Oh, it underground grime. Yeah, that, that's yeah, yeah I did it, it with uh, one of the uh, grime artists that my nephew was talking about, which I instantly forgot. Um, but yeah, it makes my cheeks sweaty. So it's like you know the um, when you see uh, like the Virgin Mary stat- statues. Sometimes we well, you know probably never see only seen in films when they start crying blood. Yes. Um, I don't yes. cry blood, but it's like tears will literally form on my che- like little sweat beads will form on my cheekbones. Mm-hmm. Just roll down my face. It's a sight to behold. And I will film it because I think that will be a very good short art film. I, um, I, che- I would, cheek I would, tears. I would, yeah, I'd pay to see that. That's um, that's also why Nixon lost the election, wasn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because yeah. of chocolate, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, chocolate orange. Back to Trump again. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's a sweaty man. If it wasn't for like the the two inches of uh, of foundation uh, on his face, uh, then you'd probably see more sweat from that man. But all those pores are probably clogged up. You know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think everything's clogged up with that dude. To be honest, everything but, um, is clogged you know. up. Yeah. Say la vie. Yeah. Oh, um, right. Hey, you know what? Yeah. yeah. Fucking time to celebrate. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. I probably, I think I've got something in the fridge, but I don't think it's very good. I've actually I've got wine. I might crack a wine open. You're gonna crack a wine. Don't mind if I can just take you, take you over to the fridge. Yeah, come, um, come over. This I'll... is me opening the fridge. That's closing the fridge. So it's a bit of a sound effect. Oh, got a lost lager. Brew dog. <laughs> That's pretty good. Is it a liquid or a like... solid, Chris? <laughs> it's it's a it's a definitely liquid, but I think it's a one I probably should have drank a few days ago. Oh, let's have a look at it. Sorry. Um, yeah, I'm going to go get a glass of wine. So, um, okay. You, yeah. you, you, so you do this you, is, mate. This you is do l- you. live wine. I'm going to use a plastic wine glass. It's yellow. Like a gentleman. Like a chalice. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's the one I've had for my wedding, actually, because um, I was worried I might uh, drop it. So, sorry. This <laughs> you is, had a this plastic is wine glass at your wedding. Been, yeah. Well, I didn't drink much because I, I, I was mingling too much. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I'm very big big fan of uh, plastic glasses because I tend to break actual mm. glass ones because I, I wash uh, I wash up furiously you know I just swirl my hands around like a like a washing machine and start furious the amount of washing up you know many yeah. casualties of yeah. glasses um, and all of them are my wife's can so, I, yeah, I, I I will just say we've just moved we've just moved flats um, okay like a month ago and oh really yeah we've got a fucking dishwasher here Oh, nice! Yeah, now it is a it is a twice weekly treat for me where I make a lot of mess cooking dinner, yeah, and then I uh, quite simply just throw it all in this box, press yeah. a button, throw a tablet in there, and <laughs> like forty five minutes later, everything is wow. sparkly clean and bone That's dry, amazing. bone dry. Are these um, things that like are out outside of your area? You know, can. Are they widespread? These little washing boxes. I think. I think uh, during my tenure at John Lewis, uh, where uh, um, they took my ten-year career, and went, "Oh, you know about electrical equipment? We'll put you in large electrical." And I went, "Absolutely." And then I turned up on the day, and they were like, "Here it is, ovens and what have you." And I was like, "Well, oh, you fucked up there <laughs> a little bit, I think." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't do ovens. Yeah, 
I actually went back there the other day. Um, really? I, yeah, I started fixing the audio stand as I walked past it. It wasn't working yeah. properly, so I started taking it apart and putting it back together again. I was like, wait a minute, this what? is my job. So you actually did it in the, in the shop? Yeah, and I started fixing because the, the demo didn't work. So I was like, oh, I know what it is. It needs a hard reset. And I started doing it. I was like, why just wow. walk away? It's not your problem. I, I do that. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I never used to work for John Lewis, but I uh, mm. sometimes when I'm in a, a, a shop, a Sainsbury's, Asda, whatever, you, I tend to start facing up again sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just reminds me of old days of uh, being at Safeway. That's it. That's it. Um, you know, habits, I just don't like to see habits. cardboard uh, containers. You know, it's like, come on, guys. We can Come do on. this. We can do this. We can do this, you know. Yeah. You know, I'm not getting paid for this, but I'm showing you the way. There's time to yeah, lean, but... there's time to clean. Exactly. But exactly. yeah. Well, yeah. Mm. You know, you got to you got to show the new generation, you know, how it's done, how to face up those beans and get those sales, That's you know. It. They're not going to get not going to sell at the back, are they? They're not going to sell Come themselves. On. Yeah, you know. That's it. That's what I do <laughs> because I have time now. Um, you know, I'm not a hero. We don't all wear capes. This is well, well, exactly. Actually, not long after you stayed up, the same place that you stayed over when you mm. surprised us uh, in Wolverhampton, um, uh, I had a, an old Halloween costume which I turned into my turned into pajamas. It was a big bad wolf thing, but I uh, kept the ninety, made a ninety of it, right? Because I'd I'd saw um, I used to watch uh, How I Met Your Mother, and okay. the guy did it in that, and apparently. I don't know what I was thinking. I thought I'm going to give that a try, but you know, Kylie was slightly embarrassed for the three nights, so kept that going um, because she's often find me trapped in the the dress. So uh, we never oh. did it again. Okay, well, it's not for yeah. everybody, Chris. No, it's not. It's, but you know, you've got to try new things. Otherwise, you, you, uh, you, you know, know what? You've got to try new things. You've got to try new things. Absolutely. You know, um, you know it's. I uh, just to sort of spin your mind back. So we we did Ooh. the last show at the end of April. So I've got a little little story to tell you. Just going back to the uh, going back to the the story there of trying to sum your workplace up to the nth degree. And I might not share the name of my employer yeah. on this. Um, okay. okay, but you should know that they are uh, independent uh, salespeople of craft beer. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, so there was an evening. I'll spin right. it back, actually. I'll spin it even further back than that. There was a guy. There is a man. He exists. I've met him. He's lovely. His name is Miguel Barkley. He's a, he's a celebrity chef. He's one of them. You've seen him, haven't you, Chris? On the Saturday morning kitchens, the celebrity chef. Oh, Kylie loves those. Yeah, you've seen them. You've seen them. They all go on there, don't yeah, they? They're really nice. You know, they've got like a bit of a yeah. weight about them, you know. And it's a really yeah. great idea that you can do. It's really simple, you know. Mm. That's actually a spot on Miguel Barkley impression I've done there. That's amazing. <laughs> 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 uh, but so anyway, um, I'm drinking the Aventinas Tap 6 here at the moment. Yeah. All um, during the summer of 2019. Um, I was working for the company Brewdog, as we know. Um, yeah. And I, uh, there's a thing you need to know about bar crews uh, in that they get onto a catchphrase really quickly. So, for example, right. if you're working at a Brewdog bar, somebody comes up to the bar and asks, well, what's this lost lager all about? You know, what, uh, describe it to yeah. me. As a as a uh, member of staff there, you're you're perfectly in your right to start describing what it is it's a uh, it's sort yeah. of like a pilsner it's a it's, it's based on a pilsner it's um you know sort of a full-bodied very crisp beer now mm. during the description that you're giving at the point you hit the word crisp regardless of which uh, bar you might be in um but absolutely 1000 percent guarantee any Brewdog bar, if you're describing a Lost Lager as a crisp Pilsner, one of your colleagues, yeah. it doesn't matter where they are in the building, will scream at the top of their lungs, Crispy Boy! <laughs> really? Yes. Um, so they love a catchphrase, is what I'm saying. Um, I uh, I was, uh, at the end of the summer, I was getting shipped uh, from, from one bar to another, and... Um, there is a catchphrase that came with me, and a lot of a lot of bartenders, you know, they like uh, they're a bit foodie, you know, they're foodie. Yeah. They like mixing drinks. They like 
like you know the taste of things, the taste of beer. Yeah. And uh, and they follow a lot of chefs on uh, social media. Miguel Barclay's one of these chefs. He does the books, the uh, uh, the one pound meals. Um, oh, okay. Do you, have you ever yeah. seen those? Yeah, one pound vegan or one pound, you know, whatever. He does a oh, load check of. Check out. Yeah, he does a load of them. Yeah, I will. I will be honest with you. I, I often see the portion sizes and think I could eat four of them. Um, <laughs> but then I am a yeah, fat bastard, same. as we know. <laughs> no, same, same. Especially in lockdown, just yeah. got to keep eating. Yeah, exactly. eat the lockdown away. Eat it away. That's what I do. Uh, eat the pain away, Chris. Uh, eat the pain away. Yeah. <laughs> eat and drink the pain away. That's that's what we do. That's what we do because we're young, modern gentlemen. Um, Very much so. Indeed, quite. Uh, so uh, quite. On his Instagram, he's very prolific on his Instagram stories. He likes to post everything that's going on in his life. And he and his wife and his young son, whose name is Charlie, uh, went Mm -hmm. on holiday to the south of France. And when they were out there, they went to uh, a lot of very high-end shops, as as, as one might do on the French Riviera, you know. Yeah. You're out there, you're enjoying the Vista, pre-COVID, you know. Ooh la la. law indeed. Uh, quite right. Um, so, <laughs> Sorry, that's so my French there. Young young Charlie, I don't know I don't know how old children are, by the way. Uh, I'm not interested until they're eighteen. And when they're eighteen they can legally drink and buy me beer. So that's that's the point where my interest peaks. Um, yeah. So young Charlie, young enough to be pushed around in a chair. All right. So they go to the uh, popular fashion brand Chanel and uh, whilst they are there, Charlie does um, a little whoopsie in his pants. Ooh. Yeah, which is not the sort of thing that, you know, you might not see that every day. Uh, a, a, a child having a having a, a code brown in uh, the, the you know, high-end boutique shopping space that is Chanel in the, in, well, on the French Riviera. I see it in Leicester all the time, but it's not high-end, is it? Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, it's, uh, it's, a, it's playing, you know. Yeah. No, it's I, like, no, it's like I, playing bingo when you go, go out to the city centre. I get but, it. No, uh, I, yeah, I, I, I've I, never seen it in a I went for a run shop. earlier. I, I went past Deptford. So, you know, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, uh, anyway, my point being is that a lot of people saw this and... Uh, me being me, I laughed my tits off at what uh, Miguel Barclay's reaction at the time was. And yeah. for the whole of last summer, any time anybody said the phrase, oh, no, or, or like, oh, no, or oh, no, or oh, no, mm. it was immediately followed up with, Charlie's done a poo in Chanel. <laughs> so. Oh, wow. I mean, is he friends with uh, Heston Blumenthal? I don't, I, don't, you know, I don't think so. Because if he was there, he would have ate it or turned it to a cake or something. I, I'll tell you what, you know. Charlie would have done a poo in Chanel and he would have been presented on a nappy. Yeah, sprayed um, sprayed gold, sold for 400 quid. No, it wouldn't have been sprayed gold. It would look and smell like Charlie's poop. But when you cut into it, it's actually, wow. I don't know, like a steak or something or, or, or carrot cake probably or, you know, some sort of mousse. As long as it's vegetarian, I'd probably eat it. Um, so this is a very long uh, and roundabout way of saying we did our last recording in April Chris and uh, the very next month I was drinking a lot one day uh, which is you know part of the course and um, during that time uh, I saw something very interesting on Miguel Barclay's social media okay right so before lockdown he Opened up a pizza place. What's his name? His name's Miguel. What are they serving? They're serving pizza. What are you going to call it? Miguel's Pizza. That's the name of the business. It's in the box park in Camden. And they do the big slices of pizza. You can go there, you get a massive slice of pizza. It's bigger than your face. Yeah. Uh, They have two types. (laughs) Not got a big face. It's bigger than that, Chris. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. It's really big pizza. Oh, mama. (laughs) <laughs> they have two they have two types you can order you can order the margarita or the pepperoni right Ooh. and it's it's yeah these these slices are massive they're monster slices of pizza new york style you wow. can fold them they got a crispy bottom everybody likes a crispy a lot of cheese loads of cheese man seriously it's oh, like man. good mozzarella and oh man yeah, I know. So he set this up before lockdown, and then literally, like three weeks mm. later, lockdown. 
right? Number one. Oh. Yeah, I know. And we've done all of our recordings, and it's it's uh, it's now in May, and he gets sent a cease and desist letter from uh, beer giant uh, San Miguel, oh. saying, "Oh no, oh no, you can oh, you can That's... see you can see where all this is going now, can't you?" So, yeah, <laughs> saying uh, people um, will be looking at your pizza restaurant in Camden and your brand. And mm. clearly get that confused with our brand of yellow fizzy piss water. Yeah. It doesn't taste like anything nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I often think, you know, think that, yeah. Massive slices That's of crazy. pizza. That's crazy. Yeah, massive slices of pizza in Camden versus, you know, um, yellow fizz um, that yeah. doesn't taste like anything. Um, no, exactly. It's, it's like Corona the virus. No, Corona the beer. Yeah. So in Corona the virus. Versus both my Corona, the, same. the song. Yeah, exactly. So, but I think about ha- having Corona. Apparently, you got you've um, you lose sense of taste, which is great if you want a Corona, mm. which is probably the most disgusting thing outside of Bex. You know, when you're talking your pissy mainstream beer. Mm. Oh, look at me! What a snob! Uh, but you know what I mean. Mm. That's yeah, it's, that's that's crazy. And I'm pretty sure actually, there's a Miguel's Pizza, not that one, um, not too far away from us. Because when you said it, I thought, oh, no, I know. That seems familiar, but obviously it's not the the cool uh, Camden big slice of pizza. I'm, I'm, I'm talking your late night, yeah, uh, two o'clock in the morning slice of thinly veiled cheese with what looks like pepperoni, but it could be like I don't know someone's nipples or something. Yeah, um, nipple pizza. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a common delicacy. That's crazy. Cool guy. Yeah. yeah. What's he going to do now? Well, um, again, put Is yourself. Is he secure financially, or why don't you put yourself in my shoes? You're looking at all of this yeah. on social media, and you're about six yeah. points in. And bear in mind, Chris, I know how to brew beer, okay? All right. So mm. what would you do in that situation? Yeah. Send him a message. I sent him so a message, Chris. Sure all right. Ex- exactly. I, I said, I hope, you're, I hope you're all right. Um, what I actually did uh, was... Uh, say to Melissa, who was sat behind me working on her master's degree, uh, whilst I was getting on with the important work of drinking beer and looking at um, social media. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I said, well, it's ah. important work. I told Melissa exactly what was going on. I said, I'm going to message him, make sure he's all right, but mm. wouldn't it be funny if we brewed a beer together? Right. And oh, I can't tell you what her response was because I wasn't listening. Oh, it's too late. You've sent it. It's too intimate. No, I sent it. No, I, 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 sent it. I, I sent it. I sent him a message going, ah, ha, ha, ha. wouldn't it be funny? Oh, come on, brew a beer with me. Ha, ha, ha. We could call yeah. it Sons Miguel's. That would be really funny. Nice. Ha, ha, yeah, yeah. Ha, ha. Uh, because, you know, they make beer. And now you, yeah. then you'd be making beer. Oh, that's really funny. Anyway, yeah. I wish you all the best. Uh, best luck for the future. Um, cheers, you know. And, and I left it. I left it at that. Mm-hmm. And... And nothing really came of it, Chris, to be honest with you. Like, he, oh. he messaged me back, um, I think, probably about three weeks later. And I sort of I brought it up with one of my bosses. I was like, oh, I was quite drunk. I did this. I sent this guy a message. Wouldn't it be funny? That'd be really funny if we brewed a beer. Uh, mm. uh, we, do, we don't have any brewing facilities at, uh, at uh, the place I work at. Um, oh. Uh, no, no, no! I'm just saying. Like, I, I was literally yeah. going to make like 40 bottles of beer on my uh, on my kitchen stove, and be like, "Da da!" I actually know. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. Also, my previous place of work geographically, it still has a brew space in it, and uh, I'm pretty tight with the guy that now runs it. So I could, nice. I could, I could do it in a sanitized, safe work work uh, place. Yeah, you know? yeah. It'd be absolutely delicious. Um, uh, but it would be 40 bottles and it would be bottle conditioned, not kegged, you know. Yeah. So anyway, nothing really came of it, Chris. And then about oh. five weeks ago, I got a phone call from right. uh, Miguel Barker. His lawyer? No, from Miguel oh, wow. Barker. Yeah, just saying. I thought you were getting a cease and desist yourself. No, I've, I've had that before, as you well know. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I used to uh, be a host on Liquid Inspiration Podcast. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, we, yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, so uh, uh, I got a phone call from him, and yeah. he went to uh, a guy that he knew who happened to work for a brewery in Manchester, excellent brewery. I'm using one of their coasters right now, uh, a yeah. brewery called Alphabet Brewing. 
and right. and they have many nice beers. One of them is called mm. Charlie Don't Surf after the Clash song. It's one of my favorite yes. pale ales. Yeah. Yes, I've, I've tried that. In yeah, it's got the it's got the cat yeah. with the really uh, nice. Yeah, he's doing the hang ten and he's running with a surfboard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 No, no, well, yeah, and obviously Miguel Barclay's, as we know from common mm. commonly used Brewdog catchphrases, circa twenty nineteen, Miguel Barclay's son. Oh no, Charlie's done a poo in Chanel. We know his name's Charlie. So like you can see right. why he might have picked that can up to try it initially and then gone, Oh, actually yeah. this is a really nice beer. Mm. Yeah. So he's come back to me and said, Well, I've done it. I've bra- oh, wow. it's, it's branded and uh yeah. yeah, I've 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 made this amazing beer. And I, mm. I, I sort of said, Well, you 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 need to get this out in the world. And he said, Well, nobody's Nobody's returning my calls. <laughs> oh, which is what uh, to, to go back to what you said previously, Chris. You know, you don't have to wear mm. a cape to be a hero. Sometimes, wow, you, but you to, said that emotion. Sometimes, that's sometimes you just need to pick up the phone. That's amazing. Yeah. So I launched. I launched it. So you gave him the. Uh, you launched it. Well, I put him in you contact with my governor because. Yeah. Oh, cool. it was really interesting. Awesome. To, it was really interesting to sit there with the two of them. Yeah, obviously they both sort of think outside the box. Um, mm. It was really, it was a lovely thing to see, and I had absolutely no input whatsoever. <laughs> I was just but, very much, you know, like, you're a, you're an unsung hero. Well, you know I just I mean? thought I, the way I pitched it to you know. uh, the way I pitched it to my boss was very much. Uh, it's a big middle finger yeah, to big good. beer. That's the sort of thing we should be doing. And uh, mm. yeah, so it's called That's Miguel's amazing. Pizza, and it tastes nothing like San Miguel. Um, That's all okay. It tastes yeah, very, very like... nice, in fact. Oh wow, that's awesome! Is yeah, you, have you tried it? I, I've tried many pints of it at this point. Yeah, okay. Yeah, G- oh, given nice. given did... the state of the uh, the country, did you get a free one or did I? No, I didn't get a free one, but I've been bought many pints of it by those oh. parties involved and, uh, oh, and external okay. parties as well, because you know. Being in hospitality this week, uh, spe- yes, of course, especially yeah. on Wednesday. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. I got, I, wow. I think I got bought about five points on Wednesday. Was... That's amazing. That's really good. Yeah, well, you, yeah. You uh, you put that seed into the ground, and then you know. Now it, it just reminded me of a time where I was in the Riverside Inn in Ashford with a young, handsome mm-hmm. man called Mister Bromley Daz. And we came mm. up with a multi-million pound idea whilst we were drunk and couldn't remember right. it the next day. And wow. I said, we should probably record our conversations from now on. And that's how this all started. And it's so lovely to sit here wow. now with our, our with our finished kit from that show. I'm sat here with the Belkin mixer and the, the, nice. lovely, yeah, the lovely microphones, as you remember, Chris, as you remember. Yes, yeah, very well. I've still got the picture. Yeah, of the yeah. Wow. So you've had uh, you've had a, you've had quite a time, sir. Yeah, it all adds up as well. It's like it all it all it's all linked, you know. It's all linked, you know. So yeah, it's amazing. Like, well done. Yeah, you know. Only took me thirty nine minutes to describe that. <laughs> and what what a thirty nine minutes though? You know what I mean? Started with a child chitting, mm-hmm. ended up with a very nice beer. So I mean, I think you've done very well. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I know you didn't have any input in the child chitting, but I mean. You know, it's, you know. Do you know what, Chris? Was, um, you don't know. I might have uh, been wearing a stripy top, a beret, and a false moustache. <laughs> yeah. Making yeah. some really dodgy crepes that day in the south of France. You yeah. don't know, Chris. I'm a man of mystery. Yeah. We'll get up to things. Do a pool, and I will be successful. Um, sorry, I don't know what that was. Um, but yeah, that's good. That's really good. Feeling sleepy, unproductive, a little bit worse for wear. Maybe you're bored. Well, why not consider a nap? A nap is a micro-sleep from 20 minutes to 2 hours. Give yourself a boost for the rest of the day with a midday nap. Sponsored by the Nap Council of England. Yeah, I, I thought I, so. I have not had anything like that, to be honest. Really? I don't think I've, pla- I, I don't think I've planted any seeds and uh, I've made anything... Um, successful this year, but you know, get in there, try in, you know. Yeah, I don't know what I want to do to be honest, but uh, I mean, I'm currently in the process of uh, trying to find a way to convert a lot of old college cassettes 
into MP3s because um, I used to do a college radio with my, uh, fortunately now no longer with us friend. Um, uh, so I want to kind of get all these um, files together um, for like sort of archiving mm. for his family and friends because we've got like a WhatsApp group since. Um, so I'm trying to find a way I can do that. So I've got so many tapes. And I found tapes of when I tried to be in a punk band. Um, wait, wait, wait. And it was li- literally wait, wait, just a bedroom band. I think I might have told you. Maybe, I think You've I told never you off, told me this. Off recording. You've never, oh, okay, ever so, told me this. You used to be in a punk so, band. What, what, was, the, what well, was the band called? <laughs> the Conversational Balloonists. Okay. So. Yep. Um, I like that. And so the we made it. Made it I mean, some of the songs are like 20 seconds long. Uh, a lot of it of its time, kind of tongue in cheek, probably would never play a set outside of that because we live in quite a big shared house. Um, so we never, we never would have played them live because, to be honest, some of it it's a bit offensive. Um, I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not talking like offensive, offensive. I'm talking like just kind of. Um, what did you? do? I, I wouldn't want my mom to hear it. <laughs> what did you do? Um, well. <laughs> Right, there was one song, right, and obviously don't, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm progressing and trying to be a better person, but there was songs about dressing up as women to try and get um, a cheat a treat drink on ladies' night because it's based on a, my friend uh, who I was in the quote-unquote band with once got f- dressed up as a woman to go on ladies' night mm-hmm. to get free drinks. Yeah. And they just gave them anyway just because of the sheer cheek of it. But he made no attempt to really conform to a more feminine thing. He still had a beard. It was like, he just did that on his own one mm. night for a laugh, just so he could tell us. We turned it into a, a quote unquote song. I um, mean, that, that sort of, uh, I mean, A, I mean, that he had to go to many lengths, um, but, but, but yeah. B also, that's a, a lot of um, gender inequality, not in the way that you would, that you yeah. would normally expect, but also not in a way that is actually deserved as well. I mean, maybe we're ahead of our time, you know, lyrically. I mean, <laughs> well, it just reminds know, me so- of um, about two, was it two or three years ago, that uh, Brewdog Pink IPA. Today, we're talking about Brewdog's Pink IPA. Let me get my... Let me get this uh, can of Brewdog Punk IPA. Uh, let's get it open into a glass and see what we got. I got my Brewdog dog collar on. Uh, my wife is kindly... Chain me to the kitchen for today's review. And there was mm. a, a guy that walked into their Bristol bar, uh, picked one out of the fridge, and it was at like it was thirty three percent cheaper than their regular punk IPA. Yeah. Uh, to make up for the difference in the gender pay gap. And, oh wow! Um, they said I can't serve you this, and he said, "Well, that's gender discrimination." Because it was supposed to be for the, for the ladies, because it's pink, you know. Because ladies like oh. pink. I'm not sure if you know this well, about that's... ladies, Chris, but they love pink. Yeah, yeah pink yeah, is the colour. Yeah. Um, that's crazy. And that's the artist, weird. pink as well. They they like. Uh, yeah. Do you do you, is it is it because uh, it's P exclamation mark yeah. N K so so it's punk. <laughs> punk. <laughs> so next time you uh you see uh that particular artist playing as in when yeah. we can have gigs and you know someone that's going they go oh, i'm gonna go and see pink and you go you're gonna see punk <laughs> punk um you know in, in 20 years ago we probably made a song about that as well yeah. um yeah but yeah i've um i let me try and find it actually okay if i can do this live if i can try and find yeah, so I've got yeah a bag yeah. of tapes bag, bag um, of tapes uh let me try and just i'm literally going through them now um that's that's what you can hear. Look at that that beautiful sound. Okay, so, no, hang on. That's not the one. Sorry, this is not great. Um, or is it? Um, one of them songs is called "The Ballad of Eddie Murphy," um, which is really Eddie strange. Murphy. I can't even remember that one. Mm. Um, I can't find the tape. I know I was. I probably probably had to burn it because of how shit it was. But um, but I know the album that we did. By the conversational balloonists in a bedroom in, in Briley Hill hmm. in 2000, 2001, uh, was called 15 Minutes Plus Change <laughs> because that's how long it was. Um, and uh, yeah. what was the what, one of the songs was about how much you hated status quo? Oh, which now, now I, look, I look back and think is unfair. I do have beef with status quo though. So, yeah. 
I um, it was all those bridges they were burning. I once got ordered to make a cup of tea by Rick Parfit. Oh, and I was well, like, that still stands. Fuck then, that guy. Yeah. Well, okay. So again, we're ahead yeah. of our time. Ahead of your time. Um, so what was the other one? I'm trying to think of the less offensive ones, and I'll get to one of them um, in a minute because um, mm. I'm kind of working you up for it. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. a, yeah, no, I see what you're doing. Like a good performer. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, what was the other ones? There was about um, like we've done. There was prep. one where I was. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's probably a song as well. Um, there was one about. I mean, it was all really offensive stuff. It was, you know, it was kind of like trying to be like kind of more. And I didn't like backlads, but it's kind of like trying to be like that. My friend was has got a very twisted, offensive, but very tongue-in-cheek sense of humour. Still has to this day. Um, but I remember the the one that my brother still reminds me of um, is um, a song based on you know. Okay, so do you know the when you're a kid? When about 15, 16, 17, like that, or in your early 20s, when like you didn't have your porn hubs. <laughs> do you remember when you were 15 or 25? really weird. No, Sorry? no, no, no. Do you remember when you were 15 or 25? You know, yeah, that, that 10 year yeah, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Before you get, before you get uh, untriggered and, and shackled up. Exactly. In yeah. a good way. Yeah. Um, when you're just, so, you know, uh, you're just kind of uh, free and, and loose. You know, I'm. You know, like say I've got a violin in a house. That's a true story. If I was 15, I'd probably find that deeply erotic because of the curves. Um, I don't now, obviously. Um, or do I? Um, so the song was based on you know like the the first 10 minutes of like the adult channel, hmm. um, and you'd get like previews of what's coming up. <laughs> Little pun there. Um, so and one of them was a um, a lovely film called Filipino Sucky Fucky. Um, I'm, not, I'm not familiar. That so sounds like um, that. Yeah, is that Kubrick? What is that? Is that yeah? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Multiple takes. Um, the right. song is unbelievably stupid. Right. Um, uh-huh. Song in a very cod accent, and you know that thing when they like if if I was ever and thankfully that never happened. I generally was ups- I was w- worried about if I became a writer of any significant worth. Someone would find that and go, listen to what I used to do. Listen to what I used to do. This is unacceptable. Um, <laughs> but I generally, I wanted to bury it, all, but I didn't have the heart to get rid of it. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, Bury it all, but I didn't have the heart to get rid of it. That's a uh, Cradle yeah. of Filth song, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, but yeah, so that, that was our bedroom band, The Conversation Balloonist. Huh. We then moved it to, a, a, um, in the blogging days of an online, well, blog, of where we'd write um, instead of doing songs because um, we, my friend is is a musician and I'm I'm not. Um, he uh, we decided this blog where we'd write in letters and emails to um, to people to see if they get published and their responses. You know, like and it's like we'd write in readers' lives and stuff like that, trying to see if we get like a. We once once for example wrote a. a a sort of like a sexual fantasy, but in the style of Dr. Zo- uh, Dr. Seuss. Right. Yeah. Um, which was a bit weird. Um, so that's how, and then we decided, you know what, we're not going to play readers with this stuff. You know, it's, it's done. And we, uh, we, d- uh, you know, threw our top hats in the river and, uh, never ballooned again. Wow. That, I mean, know, that's... Sad, I mean, VH, VH1 have yet to do the documentary, but I'm pretty sure they're going to knock on the door at some point. Do you know what? It, you know, it happens, uh, it happens uh, all the time. It happens Channel all the 5 time. would love it. And I think, I think basically, I think it was a lot of, uh, and it sounds like I'm trying to sort of, do, this is part, this is going to be in the documentary, VH1, by the way. So I'd have a talking head of me, you know, say Chris Bate, vocalist, songwriter, uh-huh. that's it. I think I played the kazoo or something. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say like, you know, we were trying to, we were heavily inspired by Peter Cook and Dudley Moore. Yeah, yeah. Um, when they did uh, their uh, more sort of salacious material, you know, when they were uh, Derek and Clive. We were trying to basically do that, but, uh, you know, with a tongue firmly in cheek. I remember uh, the first time I ever heard this band, and I thought, yes, I smell a hit. So straight away, I went to the head (laughs) of EMI, and I said, you need to sign this band immediately. And he said to me, let's go for lunch. So I decided to go to lunch and forgot about the whole thing. <laughs> you know, you pretty much summed up what actually happened when I went for a filming, uh, film meeting. Oh, really? Um, yeah, in, around the same time. You've been listening to a conversation with me, CJ Hickson, and Christopher D. Bates. Special thanks go to... 
Sophie Bourbon, the Burbs, Le Bon Bon Bon, for being my therapist, Miguel Barclay, and the Barclay family. Hypothetical factotum for the show is, oh no, Charlie's done a poo in Chanel. Thank you for listening. <laughs> the second, the second of press record. Yeah, now we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, we need to start fresh. Start it fresh. <laughs> it's because you're looking at me. You need to look away. Okay, I'll look away. That's what you need to do. All right. <laughs> but, um, oh, God. <laughs> when I first ever went to, to London, uh, yeah, that sort of thing happened. Your first time? Have um, you been to? First, first time in London, all the way from Dudley yeah, to London. Yeah, with and, a bindle and your, and your cat. No, wait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was way before the cats were. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah no, I was doing a Dick. I was doing a Dick Wicken. Oh, yeah, Dick that, Wicken. Sorry, sorry. Because yeah, yeah. I used to live in, in Highgate. So that was a that was a thing. They've got a statue of the cat and all that. because he, Have it they was, really? It was there where he, he heard the bow bells, which is fucking oh, right. impossible today because of, you know, background noise and just fireworks. buildings in the way yeah. and, you know. Yeah, there are there so, are fireworks. Have you got fireworks your end? Because I've got fireworks. Yeah, this, just, this was like the worst day we could have picked. Yeah, really. yeah. Like, it's just loads of fireworks going off. Yeah, because you know. every every other fucker, this is still like, oh well, I've be, I've worked Monday to Friday from home, and yeah. this is our weekend with the children. You know. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to go out the garden and I'm going to make explosions happen. I'm going to do this because you know, watch Coronation Street. Yes, I'm going to blow stuff up. Everything is normal, and we shouldn't change anything. I I fucking I was in line to go to Aldi earlier today, Mm. and I realised I was in a line to go into Aldi, so I came home (laughs) (laughs) via an off license. So, ah, fair play. Yeah, Yeah, it's a good off license. So we got yeah Nigerian Guinness. Nice. (laughs) Which you're? I'm a big now finished. Uh, I finished. Yeah. I'm on the Aventine. So I'm on the Schneiderweiss. So, yeah. Schneiderweiss. Yeah, going down well. Yeah, it's, uh, it's bloody beautiful. I tell you, nice. for uh, for a beer that's six years old. Um, mm, uh, six years old. You'll forgive me. It's the sort wow. of beer that Joe Biden would like to sniff. Yeah, I bet he would. Now, yeah. Oh, the phone's going off again. I'll, I'll leave it to the answer machine. Mm-hmm.